Hey there, SLP. You are listening to this podcast, so I know that you love to listen to podcasts. And if that is the case, then I know that you are going to love my secret private podcast, Secondary Secrets for SLPs. It's six short episodes that will have you walking away feeling refreshed and inspired and ready to take on those challenging secondary speech students. So if you work with grades four through 12 and are in a planning rut or wanting some fresh new ideas to keep your students motivated, make sure you head to speechtimefun.com slash secondary secrets. You are not going to find this podcast in your iTunes podcast search browser. You can only get access by going to that link. So head to it now. It is six short episodes that you can listen to it in under an hour, like totally Netflix binge-worthy. I made this just for you, and I know you are going to love it. SLPs have been telling me already that it has changed their way for working with their older speech students. So head on over, again, to speechtimefund.com slash secondarysecrets, or use the link in the show notes, and I can't wait to hear what you think. Now let's head on to this week's episode of SLP Coffee Talk. Welcome to SLP Coffee Talk, the podcast designed exclusively for speech-language pathologists who work with older students, grades 4 through 12. I am your host, Hallie Sherman, your SLP behind Speech Time Fun, the Speech Retreat Conference, and the SLP Elevate Membership. And I'm thrilled to bring you conversations, strategies, and insights that will give you the jolt of inspiration that you need. Whether you're tuning in during your morning commute, on a break in between sessions, or even during a well-deserved relaxation time, I am here for you each and every week. Let's do this, SLPs. Hey, hey, and welcome to another episode of SLP Coffee Talk. It is me, Hallie, here for a solo episode, and I'm going to be sharing with you four free ideas that you can use with your speech students, especially your older ones, to keep them motivated, engaged, and work on a variety of goals. If you know me by now, you know that I like taking one activity, one book, one resource, and using it with as many groups as possible, and as many goals as possible, and this is how I keep my sanity, and this is how I plan quickly and easily without burning myself out. So, without further ado, let's talk about my four free ideas for Halloween, since Halloween is, what, a week and a half away. So, our students might be talking about it, they might be motivated by it, and I'm also all about using their interests to guide my therapy. So, idea number one is using the Why Are Pumpkins Orange video from Mystery Doug. If you're not familiar with Mystery Doug, it's a free site. All you need is a free login. And if you share it out with like five friends, I'm sure you probably have four email addresses of yourself, plus some coworkers, plus your husband or whatever. When you share it out with other people, you get to unlock the previous videos. So one of the previous videos, and honestly, you can probably find it on Edpuzzle or YouTube because I did, but I'm going to link to all these free ideas in the show notes. So not to worry. So if you're driving, no need to pull over. When you get to wherever you're going, go check out the show notes. All these links are going to be there for you. But Mystery Dog, it's like a three minute video all about why pumpkins are orange. This way, if you don't want to be too Halloween-y, this is just a very fall-like activity. What goals can you work on with this? You can work on note-taking, listening comprehension. You can work on describing pumpkins. You can work on various WH questions or various levels of critical thinking questions from, you know, main idea to summarizing to 
predicting to more inferential questions using the video. You can work on using the expanding expression tool and working on describing a pumpkin and what facts are they listening for. You can work on social skills, okay? All the students, they can have a debate. What do they think the video is going to be about? What do they think they're going to learn about? And maybe after the fact, maybe they can debate or they can try to keep the conversation going about facts they learned from the video. If you have students working on articulation, orange, there's some R word, round, a pumpkin is round, October, you can easily pull in a whole bunch of words with the articulation sound that might be in the video or might be just related to it. And you can have some conversation starters that elicit their need to pull some facts from the video and then practice their sound while recalling some details. Okay, so that I just gave you a ton of goals with just this one video. You can use this one video all day long, all week long, and all these, and all four of these ideas. Okay, idea number two. Colossal Questions is another YouTube channel, and they have, it's a lot of uh, nonfiction videos, but it's in like a cartoony kind of method, and it's just a very child-friendly-like channel. However, that said, it's still great for your older ones because it's still very detail-heavy, very fact-heavy. For maybe your younger students, it might be a little too much. So there are videos such as, Are Zombies Real? And there are other ones on mummies and some other Halloween-type creatures. So I highly recommend uh, picking one of them and utilizing, pick which one you can have your students even vote which one they want to utilize. And again, the same way, like you did it with the Mystery Doug video, can they work on note-taking, listening for details? Can they work on advocating for themselves? They need you to stop, rewind. I need to hear something again. Can you work on filling out a graphic organizer on uh, for working on summarizing? What was the author's purpose? What were some key supporting details? What's the main uh, topic of that they are learning? Can they then retell it in their own words? Again, if you're working on articulation, there's there's pull one of these videos that's bombarded with their articulation sound and they can retell the video while practicing their sound. Social skills, again, you can have debates. Are mummies real? Yes or no? Which side are you on? Let's have a nice debate using facts from the video. If you're watching the zombie one and the mummy one, comparing and contrasting them. How are they alike? How are they different? So there's so many goals that you can work on with these nonfiction videos that are on YouTube or Mystery Dog for that matter. All right. Idea number three, and this idea is also on YouTube. It's a different channel though. Art Club Hub for Kids. This YouTube channel is a dad teaching his son how to draw. And there's so many things on there. So many seasonal things and so many things that are just high interest for our students, such as Roblox, Mario, technology, iPhones, food items, things, uh, emojis. But there are also how to draw a candy corn, a bat, a vampire, a pumpkin, a jack-o'-lantern, and so much more. So again, you can do one of these at the end of the session. This can be your whole session in general. You can do a few of them within a session, having your students asking you to stop, pause, I need to think, I need to rewatch, I need to see that again. Again, self-advocating skills. Can they follow directions? Can they then afterwards retell you how did they create it and maybe teach you how to do it afterwards? Can they describe their drawing afterwards using maybe expanding expression tool, using adjectives? Can they make sentences with their item? You can also pick something with their articulation sound. If they're working on R, 
candy corn, maybe vampire, monster. Okay, there's so many things on there. You can pick one. And this is great. If you, all these ideas, if you have mixed groups, this is how you do it. You can just, you know, use this one video, use that video and tailor the lesson. This way everyone's getting what they need. You're just prompting them individually on helping them to be successful for their individual goals. All right. So the first one was, why are pumpkins orange on Mystery Dog? Idea number two was using colossal questions. Why are zombies real? And some other ones that are on there. Number three was art club hub for kids. How to draw candy corn, bats, vampires, pumpkins, jack-o'-lanterns, and so much more. And idea number four, which is not a YouTube video, is using a bamboozle, which is another free site. All you need is a free login, and it has little game shows on there that you can make. But there are so many on there that you literally just have to search for and find. If you type in Halloween, there are literally hundreds of games on there for like basic vocabulary, verbs, some pictures, things like that. But if you type in Halloween, would you rather? There were several or Halloween like social skills games or or things on there ready to go. So you can find a would you rather game and you can use it to elicit conversation, work on on articulation, carryover, fluency, enhancing strategies, uh, maybe sentence structure, some verb tenses, whatever you are working on, you can utilize it with like, you know, I would do this because I would not do this because there you go. There's your complex compound sentences right there answering why questions. There's so many things you can work on while incorporating something that might not be necessarily designed for speech therapy, but it's motivating. And as long as you know in your head what your goal is and what your objective is and how you're teaching it to your students, you can easily tailor it to any goal at any moment in time. Okay? So again, why are pumpkins orange? Colossal questions? Zombies real? Art club hub for kids? So many drawing things that are Halloween related on there. And then bamboozle, you can either just type in Halloween in the search bar and get a whole bunch of activities or type in Halloween, would you rather, and get some social skills games ready to go. Okay, so make sure you check out the show notes. I'll have links to all of those things there. And in case you're wanting more, I will also have in the show notes links to my Halloween themed materials in my Teachers Pay Teachers store if you want. If anything really specific for working on specific goals such as Adobe, which questions, summarizing, listening comprehension, things of that nature. I also have a digital uh, escape game, escape room game for ha- Halloween themed. So I'll put links to all of that in the show notes. And of course, I have a Halloween themed joke, which you can also do with your students. You can literally Google Halloween jokes for kids, and that can be your lesson in itself. So I have one for you. What kind of music do mummies love? Rap music. But I'm ching. All right, SLPs, until next week, stay out of trouble. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of SLP Coffee Talk. It means the world to me that you're tuning in each and every week and getting the jolt of inspiration you need. You can find all of the links and information mentioned in this episode at my website, speechtimefun.com. Don't forget to follow the show so you don't miss any future episodes. And while you're there, it would mean the world to me if you would take a few seconds and leave me an honest review. See you next week with another episode full of fun and inspiration from one SLP to another. Have fun, guys.